When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Season 11, we get into a personal month for us. These are albums that personally impacted our music experience. Yeah, a lot of good, not only music history albums, but like albums that we dive deep back in our own little toy box to uh, not just bands specifically that that changed us, but albums that really gripped and changed our mood, who we are, who we were, who we Specific became. Specific albums that maybe opened a door. Oh, I like that, definitely. And, uh, you know, I look at some of these and I look at stuff that I listen to now and know that I wouldn't be if I hadn't listened to. Yeah, that's a good point. I like that. A um, lot of good stuff here. Uh, both of us had a lot of kind of weird stuff and it's amazing like, we're friends but but it's but it's it's good to go back through it every now and again and listen to album for the day april 25th is master of puppets by metallica it is their third album and it was released march the 3rd of 1986 by electra records recorded in denmark at sweet silence studios with fleming rasmussen and it was the last band, last album to feature Cliff Burton on bass. Oh, man. He died in a bus accident in Sweden during the promotional tour for Master of Puppets. What a absolute tragic, tragic, tragic story. Uh, the band was just really starting to really hit their potential. Pick up some steam. Yeah. It, well, pick up steam. And also, like, Cliff Burton, he was a fan of just a lot more genres of music than just, like, metal. Like, he was getting the band into Cliff classical compositions. Cliff was a fantastic musician. Yeah. Some and, of them may have been better performers, yeah. but Cliff was a great musician. But he was teaching the band mm-hmm. how to play. You know, how do we get, how do, you know, like, when they're playing eight hours a day, you know, and figuring out their sound, figuring out how to be. And then Cliff Burton starts doing all this crazy stuff where like they're the, figuring out style, but Cliff was like, yeah, but go, let's have some substance. Yeah, too. Go on this album in particular, listening, listening to Orion, which is the instrumental That's track. Unbelievable. That song. is what Cliff Burton brought to this band that no one else could. Well, I mm, Jason Newstead was an amazing replacement, and I love Jason Newstead. He's not Cliff Burton. You know, he brought, and then the band were kind of built on Cliff Burton's sound stylistically and like that drive that he brought. And this album in particular was just like the culmination of their the band's experiences, and like they started becoming very technical, technically precise in the studio on stage and they were really driving this this like man we've got to be better 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 and then for cliff burton to pass in such an it almost sounds like like it's not even real like a bus accident where he you know he's the only person in the band hurt you know 
And it's yeah, just like, when you hear them talk about it, it's really, really affecting. Um, you know that they all still think about it every day. Absolutely. And, and um, this album is so good. It was the first metal album to ever be put into the Library of Congress, the National Recording Registry. 2015. Like, think about that. Like, a, it, to me, that is just something it shows that, that they created not well they didn't create the genre of music they made this album so well that they scratched out their big fat they, spot yes like in the, the the library of congress literally said oh no we need to preserve this that's how much this album has affected and changed the genre of music this album and you know being a groundbreaker there um, this album peaked at number 29 on the Billboard 200. That was unheard of oh, for a metal it's album. It's not even, it, they probably never even got above 100. I mean, it was just, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. 29 out of the top 200 was quite the achievement at that point, and that was kind of a heads up to a lot of people. Hey, this is the- it was a lot, it was. Sadly, it was a heads up to a lot of unscrupulous people who were like, hey, there's money over there. Oh, well, yeah. And, you know, and and the band, you know, they've 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 held it together over the years. I mean, they've been together for, I mean, 40 plus years, you know, near them, you know, and they're and they're still. Dude, they were on tour supporting Ozzy when this happened. Yeah. Think about that. Metallica supporting a band now. They sell out stadiums in minutes. I mean, they. I mean, after this album, really, they were selling out stadiums in minutes. I would imagine. I mean, well, it was kind of the Justice for All in the Black album. The Black album is really what put them into the total mainstream. The huge headliney, crazy. This happened to them in Europe. Uh, yeah. Tragedy kind of brought them to the evening news, yeah. which was not necessarily their demographic. Yeah, and then they made some changes and came back um, different. And yeah, I, I think you know when you're talking about um, got to start off, you know, uh, a really good album, right? Yeah, battery is well, amazing. It's amazing. Well, and think think about the progression because you don't want to start with Master <laughs> of Puppets. You don't want to start with the eight minute thirty second. Yeah. Song. Yeah. No, I agree. You gotta you know, give us some stroking. Oh yeah. Yeah, you gotta ease into it. And then run you your got, hand through my hair with battery. I mean the thing that we'll I should be my my, my 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 favorite song and I've loved I've loved this song forever, uh Welcome Home, also known as Sanitarium. Um it's one of those things where it, that and o- Orion is the game changer on this album where you start seeing their focus as a band. You you listen to the albums, their first album Kill 'em All, second album Ride the Lightning. There was a big jump in how good and in, in just how good they were. I shudder to say then this you, band in the same sentence, but it kind of reminds me of the progression of U2 where U2 mm-hmm. went from not knowing how to really be masters of yeah. their thing and you listen to those first few albums and you see the growth. Yeah. You and see then, the maturation. Then, then you get the Joshua Tree from them. Yeah. And you get Master of Puppets from Metallica. Yep. Yeah. No, I, 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 no, I could. In I, fact, I, I think that they're on completely different 
separate genres, separate whatever. Everything's different, but, but that. Yeah, yeah, really. But, but I could, yeah. But they're the. But they at one point were both the biggest bands in the world. Absolutely. You know. Um, so the uh, the end of the album is Damage Inc. And oh, uh, I bring great... that up because um, Metallica was upset. You know, at the whole PRMC putting labels on the thing. So they put their own label on and they said that um, the only song that you really shouldn't listen to is Damage Inc. because it has multiple uses of the darn F word. Oh, yeah. And uh, so then they proceeded to say it doesn't have any and used all of the other seven words you can never say on yeah. television. Yeah. And as on as, the sticker. Yeah. Yeah. Which on is the sticker, which is freaking hysterical because they're basically just saying, look, it, it, we really appreciate you really worrying about our lyrical content and whether or not we say the F word here, but we assure you there's only one. And these are the words you won't hear, and it, it, it's it's just it's a it's it's smart. It's good advertising, um, and uh, yeah, this 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 album. I remember the the first time the needle dropped on this record, and it was just like, I, you know, it's a journey. It's just an absolute journey, and an adventure. Yeah, because it's so different. Because they were they were growing as musicians so so rapidly that they have everything from these. Uh, they almost sound like classical, classically arranged pieces of music. And then all of a sudden you're like in Thunderdome and it's like, wait, what, wait, what just happened? I'm getting hit with metal now. And it's like, I mean, it starts as this great progression and then it's just like, wham, and you're in a different place. I think that and then this the lyrics was... start and it's just, you're in a different place. And then it's just, it, and the songs are just woven so perfectly together. The thing about it is. And this is what people don't necessarily give Metallica the credit for is the songwriting is is there. It's credible. It's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you have to go and listen to S and M that they did with the symphony, uh, to realize that, then you do. Um but the thing about it is, is these guys they had the they had the attitude they didn't necessarily have the musical chops when they started. This is when it started to get where they were comfortable enough with what they were doing as themselves to start incorporating some influences. Mm-hmm. And that gradually started to become more of a thing. I can't help. I never even made the connection back in the day about Garage Inc. Damage um, Inc. Parale- paralleling with Damage Inc. Mm-hmm. Um but you know that makes me think of like they really got to a point where they were like we've done what we can do here but there's plenty of other stuff for us to explore oh yeah yeah this album uh, i mean even even the i mean this is also a thing with the timing of their songs I mean, this is where they really started stretching their songs out eight minutes, you know, six minutes, you know, seven minutes, you know, where they're they're really giving you a lot more fades 
were a big thing on this album where they're fading up for 30, 35 seconds before you're even in the song. And then they're fading out. And it's something they kind of used in, you know, in Justice for All in particular, they use that a lot as well. And, and it's just that it's something that you're, it's like, you're almost like getting into the track. Like, what is that sound? What is that? What is that? And it's like, as it gets louder, you're being pulled more and more into it. And it's just, it's a, it's, it's engrossing. It's really, it's, it's really nice. And it's also got a good, um, a good flow. If you do happen to listen to it on vinyl, it's got a cool, um, oh, yeah. flow as far as that goes. Yeah. Just a little extra. Yeah. I enjoyed every bit of this album and it's interesting to hear them play these songs now too. Oh man. Their live shows. If you have not seen Metallica go. It's worth. I mean, I know they're paying. They're they're charging quite a bit now for tickets, but it's worth it. They you get your money's worth at their shows. They have like now they have drone light shows. You know what they know, that, man. That goes up above. They the know band. that you can't get that anywhere else. No, and it's it is amazing what they do, and they they perform. I mean, three hour shows. I mean, night after night after night. It's not like, oh, we're just going to play three hours at this one. You know, we're going to play in San Francisco at our home crowd and we're going to play it balls out. No, they do that everywhere they go. I was at a show in the early 90s. They played for about an hour and a half and like we just walked off the stage. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, like, man, great show. And everybody looked at me like I was an idiot. And I was like, all right. They came back out like five minutes later and played an acoustic set for uh, probably 30, 40 minutes, came back out and destroyed the stage again. And it was just like, I mean, it, it was just like, what? What? It was, they're, they're, they're one of the best bands in the world. And this album, though sadly, uh, was Cliff Burton's last Um really brought them to the next level as a band and in the public's image of them it, it really it set them apart from everybody in the genre but yeah uh album for the day today uh april 25th is master of puppets by metallica definitely check this one out um be sure to follow us on twitter at album the number four of the day give us a follow subscribe wherever you listen and feel free to shoot us an email with your requests at album the number four the day at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we will see you tomorrow. Otherwise, there aren't any shits, fucks, pisses, <laughs> cunts, motherfuckers, or cocksuckers anywhere on this record. I was certainly hoping we were going to do that. <laughs> After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!